Rel. Hey, baby. This is Rel. Welcome to the back of the classroom. Take your attendance by hitting the like button, and let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about Law 11, Learn to Keep People Dependent on You. The way this reads, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and what they're pretty much trying to say is to always be needed. You kind of always, you kind of want to have like a a long lasting effect on people to the point where they always need you or want you around. So think about parents who feed, clothe, provide shelter for their children. Their children don't know anything else until your children goes to a friend's house or a family member's house and depending on the level of excitement that they have now they want to stay there most kids are like that they see something new they want to gravitate to it but as long as they only have known what you've shown them and given them they're happy this is what it is and they're happy about it but of course we get older and we see things a little bit differently And now that we grow into this world where we realize everything is competitive, job, relationships, friends, uh, business, it's all competitive. If you wanted to sell a cell phone, you have to compete with other cell phone providers. How do you how do people become dependent on you? What are you going to give them? Nobody else is giving them. And that's the, I guess, the punchline of that chapter, right? So the idea is have a unique skill. You have to be able to cater to somebody in a unique way that they only want to work with you or come to you or they become dependent on you, right? There's this big debate between two major cell phone companies and do the research. One company makes the other one, but... It's more of an operating system that's unique. And if you look at a lot of companies now, a lot of companies cater to that company that has a unique operating system. I didn't mention no names because they don't pay me. But we could all understand what you like is your preference. Even when it comes to video games, most people aren't diehard PlayStation owners or diehard Xbox owners. Nine times out of ten, it was a system you had when you was a kid. You grew up with that system. You've learned that system. Every game and everything that's come from that once you've learned it has been catered to the way that system has originally been uh, configured. So putting your hands on a different Xbox. Let's say you put your hands on an Xbox controller. It feels weird. It feels wrong. It's like, ah. Can't do this. The conf- it's just weird. Why would the analog stick be here and the directional pad be up there on a PlayStation? The direction, the joysticks are at the bottom, the buttons and then the directional pad. It feels weird. You're like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. This is too much. It's too different. You'd have to relearn something. You've programmed yourself to know and remember. Muscle memory kicks in. You know where the square triangle x y is now there's an a b like you're like listen i got time for that i know where all the buttons are on my place and i'm gonna just stick to that you stick to what you know they have literally given you something you've learned how to use it and they cater to you remembering those button configurations that's all it is right when you learn something new you're capable of doing a great many things 
But as long as you stay in one place, you're just stuck there. So have a unique skill. How does that work? The best way I can say it is if you let's not even do it, I'll just personalize it. Me, the way I like to work. I like to be useful. If I'm not useful, I'm useless. I tell that to everybody. Why? Use me, use me, use me. Help me. Because the more you use me, the more I'm going to learn. Because nine times out of ten, people will get me to do something they don't want to do. Which means I'm willing to do the hard work. I'm willing to do the repetitive work. I'm willing to do what most people won't. What that does is, because most people rather do not as much or not the difficult things. And I'm willing to do the difficult things. That translates into when something difficult happens, you can call on me. When something happens you don't want to deal with, you can call on me. So when I find joy and happiness in doing the things most people won't, I'm willing to do things most people won't. I'll go places most people won't. I become a unique resource because nobody else wants to do it. So if that's my unique skill in the workplace, let's see how that works outside the workplace. You're in school. Most teachers, and you got to play, you got to understand people. Most teachers come to work to do their job. They want to go home. They want to have a good day. As a student, your job is to learn, get the information and, you know, learn it, pass your test to show you are capable of understanding all that was, you know, taught to you. And you make sure the teacher doesn't have any issues with you. So one of the ways you can do that is this school. Your teacher, most schools have, well, in colleges, they have a syllabus. Syllabus is an outline program of what you will do through school. That's a term or semester. Most teachers have that in high school and junior high school. It's called the curriculum. But, of course, most kids just want to go and play video games and relax. But I'm just showing you how it works all across the board. If you ask your teacher, hey, what's next week's assignment? What are we going to go over? Just so you can go ahead and learn it. Get a tutor to help you figure it out so that when you're in class, you can definitely pass the test. Because let's say it takes you more than a week to get something. So you want to jump. You want to get a leap ahead. If you can at least finish all your homework and your assignments and you don't have anything else to do and you want to be productive, ask the teacher for what's going on next week. Get it jot down. Ask a tutor. Get somebody to help you figure it out. So once the class, once the week start and the class is now on what it is you need to learn, you're ahead. You can ask the teacher questions that maybe the tutor said, ask the teacher about, or you just want to confirm notes, you're ahead. The teacher's like, oh, you're a great student. You make their job easier. Same thing with a syllabus. Go ahead to next week's chapter. Read ahead. Take notes. Jot things down. You learn what you can on your own. So when the teacher explains it in class, you're keeping up with what the teacher's talking about. And the teacher can see that you have the ability to learn, be productive, proactive, and the teacher finding you just a joy to teach because she's like, oh, wow, he takes interest. He does this. He does that. He asks great questions. I see where he went wrong and I was able to correct it because you already have prior knowledge of it and you didn't wait for the teacher to teach it. You now have a step ahead. You'll get great GPAs, provide you study, work hard, do the things you have to do. How does it work in friendships? When you have a friend and this is somebody who you genuinely want the best for Sometimes there's things they don't know. There's some things they might not want to know. They might have so much going on, they don't have the time to learn it. If you have the free time to figure something else out, be an asset to them. Help them with that. Why not? What does it hurt? It, it means 
the world to them and it takes very little from you. So you're one of those unique friends who be like, you know what? This friend always helps me and supports me. This friend always helps me and comforts me. This person can be my peace. This person I can unwind, unload, give information to. And whatever they could do to help, they just do it without asking. And it might be something you're great at. And that person might not be that great at because they spent more time and attention focused on something else that benefited them in other ways. But of course, we all grow. And what happens is we have to network as people. To figure out, one, we don't know everything. Two, people need to know what we know. People should know the things that we know. Or people should at least have access to the information that we have. Even if they don't have the time to learn it, you can be that resource to them to help them get better. To do great things in life. So, become indispensable in everyone's eyes. Wherever you go, figure out what people need and be that need. Especially if it's something you already know you're capable of doing. Be that. Do that. Oh, where you need something? I got you. Oh, you know what? I can do that. I got you. And make it happen. Don't say things and don't do it. Right? That becomes an integrity thing. You want whatever you say to be a future act. Right? Whatever you say needs to be something either... You've done already. You're explaining history. You're doing in a moment. You're helping people understand what's going on in a moment. Or a preview of what's to come. Everything else is BS. If those three topics aren't what's coming out your mouth, it's all BS. And it's also cool. You can have conversation and share opinions. But at the end of the day, what means a lot to people is when you can explain things of what's happened for knowledge. What's going on now for understanding. And what's going to happen in the near future for comfort and it might work in different categories however you explaining things and what the topic of conversation is but you have the opportunity to share information that's more that's important and that's why i talk less and listen more i i can bs you all day and we can talk about whatever and i can make conversations about anything but if i see something and i see you got a fire and and you want to do things and you want to be something i'm gonna take the time to figure it out and help you out why Because I realized I got time. For some things, I don't have time for. Eh, But helping people, building bridges, networking, coming together as a people and helping other people be great. Yeah, I got time for that. So, I guess a reversal. And this would be you always have a master. But then let's keep it real. Just because I might serve others greatly definitely puts me in a situation where I can do more for others. So if, let's say I'm at a job and my supervisor's like, you know what, Jackson, I need you to do this. Jackson, I need you to do that. No problem, I'll do it. Coworkers, Jackson, you help me with this? I got you. That one, this one, this one. I can help everybody. And then it gets to a point where somebody sees my leadership abilities and go, hey, we want you to be a supervisor. Or, hey, we want you to be a manager. I might not want it because their salary and I feel like when you match up time and hours put into it, I make more hourly, but that sets me apart from everybody else. So when somebody goes being manager, now I got people looking to me. I'm still serving people. It don't matter where you at. You could be a king. You serve the people. Politicians serve the people. Just because you're at one end of the spectrum doesn't mean it doesn't come full circle. You help somebody who helps you. And it's a back and forth thing. Look at the cell phone providers. If they didn't make a cell phone we wanted, we wouldn't buy it. 
So they have to work for us. They have to do the things we want them to do in order for the cell phone company to be successful. Same thing with grocery stores. They have to have the things we want. Otherwise, we won't shop there. They have to give us customer service that we prefer. Otherwise, we won't eat there. I ain't gonna lie. Some of these fast food restaurants with bad service, food be busting. But that's like a 10% compared to the other 90%. So the other 90%, y'all have to have great service because your products may not be all that. But you have the ability to be peace and a resource to people that they don't already have themselves. So it don't matter what side of the spectrum you on, boss, leader, supervisor, employee, worker, business owner, entrepreneur, it all comes full circle. You don't do anything for yourself and be successful by yourself all alone sitting in a room doing nothing. No, you have to get involved with the people, you have to interact with the people, and you have to provide a service or a need. And guess what? You might set your own hours, but if those hours conflict with the productivity of what it is that you want, you're going to change your hours. So your job might demand you work a nine to five. And as an entrepreneur, the responses you get and the people you reach out to might require you to work six o'clock in the morning. And guess what? You're going to wake up six o'clock in the morning if you're chasing that back and trying to get that check. So if you made it this far on the podcast, I appreciate you. Check out Rose Locker. It's still up and running. I appreciate all the support. Everything comes in and helps this podcast grow. I can get a better camera, better soundboard new instruments, learn new tasks, take a course, learn something new. Everything and everything's appreciated. It'll definitely help me climb higher heights, become more successful, and be more able to reach out to a larger group. Appreciate you. I love you. Everybody, have a good one. Stay cool. Peace.